0: Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find Sports Grid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening.
1: got a little news for you. It's the news update on Make It Rain. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Dane. It is Chris Pavona with your Fantasy Sports. News update. I'm in for Alex Fasano who called out last minute. Uh whatever, whatever's going on, now, Alex, we are hoping you are doing it. Yeah, he okay. wasn't
2: feeling well yesterday. Yeah,
1: I saw him yesterday we, we all saw him yesterday. Yeah. Uh that's our that's our boy right there. Alex, I uh, hope you're feeling better. I will do my yeah, best
2: watching
3: th- that Steelers game will do that. Yeah,
2: he's got his 0 yeah. three Steelers team. Maybe he's oh, puking because yeah. of what he watched Bleh. there. Five Bleh. turnovers couldn't get the job done.
3: <laughs> oh,
1: the Steeler <laughs> flu. We hope that's oh, not. Yeah. We hope that's not the issue for our boy Alex over Very there. Good, and Bobada. same thing goes out for uh, Mike Blewett as well. Also a re- resident Steeler fan yeah. here. But guys, mm-hmm. uh, why don't we start it off? Let's <laughs> recap. All of the games from Week Three, uh, leading up into tonight's game between the Bears and the Washington Football Team. Of course, Thursday night, the Jacksonville Jaguars they beat the Tennessee Titans twenty to seven. That was all about the Minshew mustache, Gardner Minshew having a great game on Thursday night. The Dallas Cowboys yesterday they beat the the Miami Dolphins thirty one to six. The Packers they take down the Denver Broncos twenty seven to sixteen. The Colts they beat the Falcons twenty seven to twenty four. I had the I had picked the Colts uh, the Falcons. Uh, to cover this game with a, uh, I guess, a, a one-point spread. That was the only one I did get wrong. How I will say, I did get the Cowboys survivor there, uh, Dane. Sure did. But, I mean, so did everybody else. I think everybody and their mother uh, decided
2: and to go with that. A 31-6 to 6 victory would be clearing that spread by 25 points. That Venmo and I do believe, I do believe, we said 28 or 28 and a half, so I do believe that whatever Before these touchdowns. mystery stakes were, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I do four. believe we're back to even on this.
3: I gave you four that touchdowns. That's great. Four you gave me that one. Saying. All right, cool. Yeah. It'll yeah. be
2: very yeah. interesting, Venmo B, because uh, you know Sunday night, Cowboys Saints this week. We'll have to discuss that
4: one. Ooh, smack!
2: Love that. We'll discuss that, that one. <laughs> it be a big one.
1: Well, Dane, this was another one that I got out of uh, the out of the picks I made over the weekend here. Uh, yeah. Chiefs-Ravens here. Chiefs beat the Ravens 33-28. I picked the over in this one. I'm very happy about it heads that. Heads up
2: against Ranieri on that one. Yes, no. absolutely. Yep. Ranieri right. had the under as one of his best bets there. You had the over. You also had the Giants plus six. You also had the survivor pool. Uh, both, you went two and one, got your survivor right. I went two and one. Uh, excuse me. Joe went two and one. Only loss was the under. I am two and zero this week because my third pick was tonight. Right, you got tonight. I had the Washington football team plus four on Monday night, but we had a decent week, guys. We all had a great. What was week.
3: the under? And I'm sorry, the under in what game was it? Chiefs and Kansas Ravens. City, oh, Chiefs! Uh, Chiefs game. Okay, yeah, yeah, you had the under in Kansas City, Baltimore.
2: That was your one loss this week, Joe.
3: Right, right, gotcha.
2: We got you Indy-Atlanta over, and we got you San Francisco Pitt over as well. But your third play from Friday, Joe, was Casey Baltimore under. That was your only loss this week.
3: Perfect.
1: All right, guys. The uh, Vikings, they beat the Raiders 34-14. to The Patriots, they take down the Jets 30-14. to uh, I forget what the spread was in that one. I know that a lot of people were trying to... Uh, <laughs> Not big enough. That. Not big enough there, obviously. The Detroit Lions, they beat the Philadelphia Eagles 27-24. Who would think uh, with uh, with Matt Patricia over there? Uh, the Carolina Panthers, Kyle Allen, excellent day for him. Four touchdowns. Uh, Panthers, they beat the Cardinals 38-20. to And, of course, we were talking about it before. My New York Giants... They take down the... Oh, t- you t- ready t- to claim them b- again?
2: B- You're ready to claim I them I never ran away from that before. When did I ever run away from the Giants? <laughs> I have never run they away from out the Giants. they coming out of the Dimes. woodwork, Joe. they coming out of the woodwork all with Danny Dimes. More Danny Dimes costumes in New York for Halloween or Gardner Minshew mustaches in the state of Florida Minshew mustaches. Minshew
1: mustaches. Too many more people are going to dress up as Antonio Brown here, I think, in New York City. That's kind of a yeah, uh, no. shot at the Patriots. We mm. don't want that. No, we don't Show. want that. But, guys, in this game, though, the Giants win this game 32-31. Obviously, a lot of talk about uh, Danny Dimes here. Yeah, had an excellent game. Uh, linebacker Shaq Barrett. Four sacks in this game uh, against the Giants. He has eight sacks uh, through his first three games. That ties with Jets defensive end Mark Gastineau. He did that all the way back in 1984. Mm-hmm. So uh, listen, the Bucs obviously are a lot better team than their one and two record is showing right now. Here, guys, the uh, Houston Texans they beat the Los Angeles Chargers 27 to 20. The 49ers they beat the Steelers 24 to 20. Uh, New Orleans Saints with Teddy Bridgewater Ridgewater, uh, under center. They beat the Seattle Seahawks 33-27. And in the Sunday night game, it was the Los Angeles Rams. They beat the uh, Cleveland Browns 20-13 to here, guys. Some of the uh, latest from MLB. I want to take a look at the latest uh, playoff, uh, playoff race here. Yesterday, Houston Astros, they clinched the division, uh, the, the AL West division here. Uh, they now have the uh, best record right now, one hundred and two and fifty-four. The Yankees right behind them, one hundred and two and fifty-five. Uh, so the Twins here, ninety-six and sixty. The A's lead uh, lead the first wild card spot, and the Tampa Bay Rays and the Cleveland Indians are tied for that second wild card spot. Guys, that is the news from me, Chris Pavona. We are sending it back to Joe and Dane, showing you how to make it Listening to the Sports Grid
3: Network.
4: Let it ride.
3: You remember the class where I taught y'all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Alright, here we go. Final hour. It is September the 23rd, Monday fun day. Time to get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I'm Joe Vernaree. Dane Martinez. Week three of the NFL coming to a close tonight. Monday Night Football as the uh, the hometown Washington Redskins uh, going to be hosting the Chicago Bears. Five and a half is what the game has uh, moved up to. Forty one uh, looks to be the total there as uh, some money to the under continues to roll in as people are not uh, jumping all over the offense of the Chicago Bears that has. Uh, has looked a little suspect at best but uh, we'll see how that goes tonight we'll break down that game coming up bottom of the hour uh, but I'm excited it was a uh, it was a good week for underdogs here and of course the Rams last night beat the Browns as a four and a half point favorites 20 to 13 to cover that game but all in all this week so far, 9-6 and six against the number. That's what underdogs were. They pounded it this week, including Jacksonville on Thursday night, the Detroit Lions, the New York Giants, the Carolina Panthers, the New Orleans Saints, and, oh, yeah, the Houston Texans all won outright. Uh, in their games, they are as dogs, so those that uh, that invested in the money lines uh, with these teams and maybe some money line parlays. if you were listening to us uh, all day yesterday, yeah, uh, it was a very cashable day. The overs also so far, nine and six uh, on the week. So a little more scoring this week than what we have seen still, a whole lot of unders out there on the uh, on the table. And the two biggest, Dane, the two biggest point spreads yesterday, the Cowboys, hmm. they ended up, you look at that score, 31-6. to They covered the 22.5 points. We get it. But it wasn't before they got punched right in the face by the Miami Dolphins in the first half. That game was 10-6 at halftime. And then if it wasn't for a Kenyan-Drake- fumble inside the five-yard line just before the half yeah the Dolphins might have been going into the half with the lead but ultimately it wasn't we'll talk about the Jets and the Patriots they did not cover the Patriots talk about that coming up as well hour two make it rain people hey we got
4: College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad.
5: One more time, thebestdate100.com.
0: Game time decisions. I was in Vegas. I went to the diner where James Wood, Sharon Stone, and De Niro shows up. It was like two blocks from my place. So I breakfast there. And I'm sitting in the same booth. The Riviera is where they filmed it all. Almost all that movie casino was filmed in a RIV. I have a picture on the same phone they beat Don Rickles up on. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Uh, Ryan says, get ace on in-game live. I'd like to, actually. I'd like to. The guy's a legend. I've always wanted to interview him, actually. Weekdays,
1: 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Sumo TV, Channel 719.
3: Yes. Uh, yes. All right. Welcome in here. Get on the grid, people. Sportsgrid.com. I'm German area. Dane Martinez. Uh, We'll look to make it rain tonight. Once again here, Monday night football. Five and a half is the line we are looking at currently over under 41 for the Bears taking on the Redskins here. Uh, Trubisky taking on Case Keenum. Some interesting numbers on this game, too. We'll provide those for you. But we want to do a little little contender-pretender here for some of these teams that, uh, shall we say, they're getting the Ws, but are they really contenders or are they pretenders? And vice versa. Of course, some teams are getting the L, but doesn't necessarily mean they're out of it uh, here in the month of September through three weeks. But I do want to also mention that, uh, again, the Cowboys covered the 22 and a half. The Patriots did not much like they did against Miami the week before outside of the two pick sixes. It hovered around twenty nine, nothing, thirty, nothing, which ultimately is about what you got yesterday. If there wasn't a special teams and defensive, uh, you know, touchdown by the Jets. That have been blanked as well. In fact, that defense of the New England Patriots could be the best that we've ever seen. Quite honestly, we haven't seen anything like this through three games. We're, we're talking zero. In fact, the last eight games dating back to last year, including the playoffs, um, the New England defense has given up a total of uh, 10 points. 10 points. That is ridiculous, people. But uh, it's qu- quietly, we keep talking about Uh, Antonio Brown and Will Gronkowski come back and um, Brady, but it's amazing to me. Nobody's talking about that defense, Dane, and although Tom Brady is a legend, the greatest had ever played, the truth is the toughest thing about facing the New England Patriots, I think, right now isn't Tom Brady, man. It's that damn defense, brother. They are unbelievable as a unit right now, and nobody's talking about them.
2: Yep, absolutely, Joe. Uh, You know, they have not given up an offensive touchdown uh, for the season so far. And you remind us, you know, I remember because we both got money on it. They did not give up a touchdown in the Super Bowl either. Okay, to the Los Angeles Rams, (laughs) if you remember that one. Sony Michelle, the only guy who got into the end zone in the Super Bowl. And honestly, I got to tell you something, Joe. From the gambling world, of course, you know, it sort of will mess people in fantasy. Because in fantasy... If you have the New England defense, right, you know what points they gave up, Joe? hmm They give up the extra points. Oh, um, that gets credit against the defense Mm -hmm. even if it's the special teams or pick six whatever so you get usually in fantasy joe you get a tremendous bonus if your defense pitches a shutout okay like they did last week but literally by giving up just the extra points talk about a torn ticket in the fantasy side joe um that's what's happening if you had the new england's defense trust me i know because i had them in my fan duel lineup and just giving up the extra points cost me a couple of bucks yesterday but you You know what Mm -hmm. you want to play contender pretender I've heard you talk about one team that I'm going to use the same exact narrative on Joe and that's the Green Bay Packers you're talking Mm -hmm. to me Joe about how like oh people are talking about Tom Brady and the offense and all this stuff but it's really the defense that's impressive for me the same narrative can happen with Green Bay we've been talking about the fact that they actually have a defense I know you've said for Green Bay that it's looked ugly and it didn't look beautiful yesterday but they continue to get it done Done on defense. I'm just gonna trust that Aaron Rodgers will be just fine on offense. The same way we trust that Tom Brady led offense in New England will be just fine, regardless of the pieces there at play. But in actuality, it is the defense and their success that really treats makes these teams uh, you know, in the contender-pretender world of it, in my opinion, true contenders. I'm sorry to go to Green Bay, but I think the mm. narrative is somewhat analogous, Joe.
3: Yeah. Um yeah, I, I, they are without a doubt not even in the same ballpark as the New England Patriots. Uh, this team has got big time issues on the offensive side. Nobody, everyone keeps going with the oh, it's Aaron Rodgers, but this coach quarterback combination guys seems to again yesterday cameras caught. Uh, basically Aaron Rodgers given the hand to the face to the head coach as he kept coming to the sideline. If it wasn't for Joe Flacco and the Denver Broncos turning the ball over three times in their own uh, in their own end zone there uh, and giving uh, giving Green Bay the shortest of short fields. Yeah, we'd be having a different conversation. It was not pretty. Now, to your point, their defense is the real deal. There is a reason why they went out and spent money finally yep. on that defense. That secondary, the linebackers, uh, the edge rushers, they are no joke. But the problem is, the problem with them is they've played the Bears, the Vikings, and the Broncos so far. And none of those teams provide any vertical threat whatsoever to to this point in the season. So the Minnesota Vikings, if it wasn't for the running game, which by the way, is just ridiculous. Yeah. What, uh, what the running game is for the, uh, uh, for the Vikings right now, but it'd be interesting to see what happens their defense when they get to teams that can stretch the field and actually provide. Cause right now they're just, they can go in the box right now and just hammer anybody they are. They are good, but they haven't played anybody well. But again, 3-0, 3-0 is 3-0. You can only win the games that are in front of you, but I do think there are some serious question marks about this offense moving forward. Now, Buffalo Bills, they're 3-0, Dane, as they took down the Cincinnati Bengals. Josh Allen, at moments, looks like exactly what the Bills want him to be. A franchise quarterback looks great. But, like I pointed out yesterday, the problem with Josh Allen is he only plays half a game. There are at right. least two quarters in every game where he goes brain dead. And the offense just it goes nowhere to be found. Now, he did have a 75-yard drive in the, in the final couple of minutes to be able to seal the deal. Yep. But even still, you know, they they outgained Cincinnati by a ridiculous margin. But they went dead for a half a game there again. So Buffalo, to me, while I think they're going to be a a above average team right now, they're pretenders to me because I can't trust Josh Allen to close out games, so to speak, and put teams away because he doesn't play full games, Dane.
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, the three teams that the Bills have beat are a combined one and eight, Um, you know. Jets are I do not want to three. bring it
3: up, but I'm glad Ankles
2: you to... are 0-3. <laughs> yep. The Giants, you know, Danny Dimes, right? Um, so they did not like who – I also believe, if you want to know the truth, Joe, I believe that the Jets had them beat on opening weekend. There are a mm-hmm. lot of things that happened in the second half of that game, losing the defensive teams, right? Like the Giants team – we, we now that they beat a Giants team in Eli Manning's swan song. So how impressive was that? And I got to tell you something also, Joe, these Bengals at 0-3 right now, I, you know I think they're a dumpster fire. And they were able to hang in there with Buffalo. So yes, Buffalo is 0-3 th- at 3-0. But I do not see them as real contenders. I see them as a team who may be playing, you know, games that matter in late November, early December. But will ultimately lose those games anytime they step up in class. And play, you know, the true contenders call the Buffalo bills in the AFC, the gatekeepers. If you want Joe, because I think if you beat Buffalo, you're a contender. If you can't beat Buffalo, then forget about it.
3: Right. Good point. I Very think good. They point. are
2: the dividing line. Really?
3: Yep. Very good point. And uh, another team, by the way, that's uh, experiencing uh, some uh, nothing in the loss column will be the Detroit Lions, who are 2-0-1. And they went into a very difficult place to win on the road in Philadelphia and took down Carson Wentz and company. And listen, after game one in Arizona, where they, they got out to a lead and allowed Arizona to get back, people were going, oh, here we go, same old, same old. But then they not only won that game, but they came back last week and beat up uh, a Chargers team. I'm talking physical, guys, and that is what I am starting to see from these Detroit Lions. They did the same damn thing yesterday where they got really physical. Toe-to-toe, smash mouth uh, in this game, and they're not beating themselves. Uh, He was not sacked, Matt Stafford, nor, Dane, did he throw an interception yesterday. And Matt Stafford, guys, you don't sack him. You give him time to throw. He's going to eat you alive. So I think Detroit is a contender. We'll talk about that coming up. Oh, by the way, Chiefs Lions next week, Dane. 5 and 1 between the two of them. Ouch. More coming up here. Make it rain.
1: Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round. We never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS best players join dailyrodo.com. the window. I don't want to hear
2: anybody patting Robert Kraft on the back after releasing Antonio Brown. Now, Antonio Brown, another thing, too. His career's done. He's finished. You're going to pick this guy up with all the baggage now attached to him? First of all, he's a team wrecker. We know that with the Pittsburgh Steelers, with Mike Tomlin. There's no way I see Antonio Brown playing in the National Football League again. And if he does, shame on that organization.
1: Watch live weekdays 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern on Sumo TV, Channel 719. (laughs)
3: All right, might be time to become the eighth person to win a million bucks in a FanDuel of DraftKings tournament. Setting your lineups up using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer or no, you know what, just join the countless number of people who have won thousands of dollars each week playing DFS using DailyRoto.com. You can take down a hundred thousand dollars entering a DFS lineup in tonight's Monday night matchup using the daily roto optimizer plus there's already uh that's already happened this year on a single game slate so if you are playing daily fantasy sports but not using dailyroto.com you are doing it wrong sign up now get the NFL annual pass get the faster optimizer the smarter dfs projections and oh yeah the better results just hit the promo code action for a 10% discount promo code action gets you a 10% discount and keep in mind DailyRoto.com is where millionaires are made. And welcome in here on the grid, SportsGrid.com. I'm Joe Raneri He is Dane Martinez as we continue along with our contenders and pretenders. Uh, we had talked about, Dane, uh, Detroit, 2-0-1, go into Philadelphia, and uh, and take care of business in, some, uh, in a tough Matt Patricia style. I'm starting to see what Matt Patricia wants this team to be which is the Chargers now and, oh, yeah, the Philadelphia uh, Eagles, they're playing some really hard-nosed, tough football, not giving Carson Wentz anything, and they held on to a lead and protected Matt Stafford. And when you do that, yeah, he, he can light you up. So I do think Detroit's got something brewing here. Nobody's talking about him. Everyone just assumes, oh, it's Patricia, but – I like what I am seeing from Detroit, who goes into next week, this week's game. Kansas City, both teams, 5-0-1 together right now, heading into week four. Who the hell thought we'd have been talking about that?
2: Yeah, that's interesting to me. I must admit, Joe, everything you just said makes sense. I must admit, you know, when I just talked about, you know, the Bills and who they beat, and it was unimpressive. The Lions beating the Chargers and the Eagles is, Mm -hmm. you know— Two brand name teams this is much more impressive. I like what you're talking about. I know they can stop the run with Snacks mm-hmm. Harrison there. They forced fumbles yesterday. I, everything you're saying is absolutely correct. I will claim my own. I will acknowledge my own bias here. I am not going to – I am going to be very late to buy into the Detroit Lions regardless of what you say. You know, you're right. It's just they they seem like a team that I just aren't sexy to me, and I, I admit that that's not the right way to look at it. I acknowledge that, but I'm going to be slow to buy them. I want to see them against Kansas City. We'll see if they can slow that team down. I don't think they can, and I'm interested to see – the same way you say um, – Connor has to get going. I think Carrion mm-hmm. Johnson has to get going. They cleared the way by having CJ Anderson, you know, cut. And we thought this was going to be, you know, 20 carries for On Johnson. But he didn't do much with it, only 36 yards on 20 carries. So they got to get that going. But you're right. It looks like they're going to be in the mold of Patricia and kind of more of a punch you in the mouth, uh, rumble kind of team. I just don't fully buy it just yet.
3: What about the uh, Atlanta Falcons, who uh, it was interesting the way you describe them uh, for the second time now in three weeks, they basically did not show up in the first half of a game and it cost them. They went into this halftime at uh, 20 to three deficit, having given up uh, the first the first half four possessions for the Indianapolis Colts went nine plays for thirty nine yards and a field goal, seven plays, ninety three yards and a touchdown. 15 plays, 94 yards in a field goal, and oh yeah, 10 plays, 41 yards in a touchdown. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is the uh, is the number four rated passer in the league through now three weeks. Matt Ryan keeps throwing ridiculous interceptions at the worst time. They came back, they did all they could in that second half, but ultimately again, you know, Indianapolis at home, very well coached team, very underrated, great in the trenches. You know, dealing with some injuries, but so is everybody. And again, take care of business. I I mentioned it yesterday on the show. I don't know how much longer the market is going to undervalue what Indianapolis has and what they're doing. But I also don't know how much more people are going to give the Atlanta Falcons uh, the benefit of the doubt here. To me, this team is total pretenders. And oh, yeah, Dan Quinn, he's on the hot seat. This thing don't get turned around soon. Uh, I don't think we'll be talking about Dan Quinn making it through the end of the year.
2: And the thing is, Joe, I, I think it's fair to point the finger at coaching because they have talent everywhere on this roster, Joe. You know what I mean? Like, you talk about Matt Ryan, yeah, he threw a pick, but honestly, Joe, 29 of 34, he had 85% completion, that's not bad. You know they have weapons on the outside, and, and Joe, yesterday morning, my number one prop bet of the day was Devontae Freeman over 47 rushing yards. He got 88. He got mm-hmm. there, you know. The defense, they have talent there. Unfortunate to see Keanu Neal go down again with what looks like it could be a bad Achilles injury. This is the same guy who tore his ACL in Week 1 last year, a pivotal part for that defense. But, Joe, honestly, to support the coaching, here's the biggest stat to me. Because, remember, the Falcons did only lose by three. But, Joe. 16 penalties for 128 penalty yards mm-hmm. Contrast that with the Colts who only Had four penalties for 39 yards 16 penalties Joe that does not help a team That's nick and t- nip and tuck in close games That points to coaching and Sloppiness and discipline for me I, You know you're right Joe and that's why I said they're in a conundrum wrapped in an Enigma uh, You know it mm-hmm. wrapped in an enigma you know With a, with a bow tie of a riddle Because watch them now next week or the Next time they're home, watch them put up 43 against some non-suspecting team if they clean up this mess. I just don't know what I'm going to get week to week. But it's not like Matt Ryan throwing for 85% completion is that bad. I understand the one turnover, but, I mean, I think it's these penalties, Joe.
3: How about the uh, San Francisco 49ers? We touched base uh, a little bit earlier here in the show as they turned the ball over five times yesterday, and yet Pittsburgh still... Could only manage six points off of those five turnovers. However, the defense of the San Francisco 49ers, they're looking at uh, being 3-0 and here, and that defense is no joke. And Jimmy Garoppolo, we'll talk about well-coached, guys. I think Kyle Shanahan's another one of these guys that we, we kind of oh, – we know Kyle, but, you know, this is a guy that has been beset with injuries and, and negative things. The, the things he's had to deal with as a head coach – in San Francisco has been crazy, but he's now finally gotten them to a place. They're averaging 170 yards on the ground a game. Garoppolo is, is got weapons all over the place. And oh yeah, that defense is ferocious. So all of a sudden the 49ers, I know they're on the West coast. They've been bad for so long that we tend to just forget about them. But I don't think we should forget about the 49ers anymore. Uh, I think they're definite contenders moving forward
2: yeah you know here's the thing for me with san francisco you know when john lynch came in as the uh gm along with shanahan we were like oh former player announcer but here's the key They came in together, Joe, and we talk about how the GM and the head coach, when they're on the same page and they are building the team together, let me tell you something. They are building this team from the inside out, Joe, in the trenches. We talk about how they get pressure and all that stuff at the front, right? They can also run the ball. They drafted, like, McGlinchey last year from Notre Dame. It doesn't matter who's back there, Joe. Most start. Mm -hmm. Brita let's not forget Tevin Coleman who has a high ankle sprain but is starting to come back to practice and Joe the Niners have a bye next week they may have their three headed monster of Brita Mostart and Tevin Coleman oh yeah Joe and their next game after the bye is a home prime time game against those Cleveland Browns who we do not trust and we know Baker gets pressure right so Mm -hmm. they're after a bye they could be healthy and on a roll the issue for me with the Niners is that division now all of a sudden looks pretty good they're gonna have the Rams twice the Seahawks twice and I know you don't necessarily believe fully in the Seahawks but I you know they're they're still a contender team to me or at least a fringe contender so getting through that division is gonna be tough remember they've also played Cincinnati who I think's a dumpster fire as well
3: yeah no and listen it's Seattle it's it shouldn't have been a surprise yesterday with what New Orleans did. Seattle the first two games although they won, they've only they won by a total of 3 points and a, and in a right. lot of cases there they were lucky to be able to walk out with the victory there certainly in Pittsburgh. So, you know, they came in a little more focused that being New Orleans, you didn't know what to expect with Teddy Bridgewater, but anytime you're going to give defensive touchdowns, special teams touchdowns You know, Teddy Bridgewater became a great game manager yesterday. Alvin Kamara, again, in the flat. Good luck with him, those short passes. Bridgewater, if he's going to be a game manager and allow other guys in the defense and special teams to set up, New Orleans is going to be just fine. But I do think Seattle, they've got some things to work on that they've got to get together. Again, Very, I think the defense has got to figure it out a little bit better, especially in the secondary. And uh, they got to do something, get a little more balance offensively because can't keep turning the ball over. You, yeah. you know, he, he, you can't have him throwing the ball 50 times in a game, that being like, Russell Wilson. That's not Wilson. what they want to do. Yeah, that's not what they want to do. I mean, they've got to get uh, a little bit better there. But you mentioned the Rams. Listen, not an easy thing to do to go on the road Sunday night uh, in Cleveland, a very hostile area. You know, they they were. I think it's their first Sunday night game since – Right. You know, Jimmy Carter was president somewhere along those lines. I mean, it it just ridiculous here. But, man, oh, man, that um, the offense is still trying to figure it out. Meanwhile, while Wade Phillips and the defense, Aaron Donald, Dante Fowler Jr., Clay Matthews, guys, that defense is holding it down while Cooper Cup and the rest of that offense figures it out. And keep in mind, they haven't figured it out in the first half yet. Three games, no touchdowns but they have certainly figured it out in the second half. Um, yeah. The Rams are definite contenders. As the, You know, Super Bowl oh, yeah. hangover aside, there's, they're no joke, Dane.
2: Yeah, absolutely. But remember also, you know, you talk about the Saints. They got a punt return and a defensive yeah, no, touchdown. No, no. Got you talk it, about yeah. the Lions. They got oh, a yep. kickoff return for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. You know that that can shape the narrative of game script pretty easily too.
3: Yeah. Well, and again, so does botching a kickoff and and Russell, yeah. it's still part of the game. Three fast of the game when you These don't have the starting quarterback, you better be good in other places. So up. we'll talk about Washington tonight. Bears, Skins tonight.
0: Message and data rates may apply.
3: Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball.
5: youth to 321-321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321-321.
4: I had great results.
0: I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it.
3: A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said,
0: I take Andro 400 every day. But I'm going to take it forever.
4: That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say.
0: When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible but since I've experienced it, you're
4: 888-
1: with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365
3: Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com morning after you've got a guy on the bench that you brought in in Tannehill. say what you want about him Energy at least there's some zip him. on the ball joe exactly Say what you will about him but the guy's a hell of
0: an athlete he can yep. throw the ball with heat this kid he's better than mariota he'll give them a better chance to win football games
3: instantly too we've got Corey davis oh Corey davis is a
0: bust how the hell do we know he's a bust i might as well be the quarterback
1: weekdays 9 a.m to noon eastern on Tsy radio and on sumo tv channel 719
3: night football here tonight wrapping up week three in the nfl and we've got ourselves bears skins bears hanging around uh minus five minus five and a half somewhere around there total at 41 this is going to be the uh the final game of week three and it's very interesting dane in this game because we have again the whole public perception of a team versus the reality of the team. And I think it's affecting obviously the spread, which is, you know, I've seen this from four and that's been up to four and a half. Now we're getting five, we're getting five and a half. And it's uh, a lot because we keep hearing about how Mitchell Trubisky is this great quarterback. We just haven't seen it yet where he is capable of such great things when he gets the ball out of his hand. Well, the, the problem is, the minute you take away the first option for Mitchell Trubisky, he's useless. The guy is, at, which is why he has a 22.5 QBR rating. He has not thrown a touchdown. And uh, yeah, um, that's not going to be good going on the road. I think this number is way, way, way out of whack. You're going up against a Washington Redskins team who you mentioned it earlier, man. Let's talk about completion percentage. All right, what is Case Keenum doing right now in his first two games against by the way divisional foes Dallas and um and Philadelphia here. Um he's lighting them up man. He's completing 70% of his passes. The reason that Washington lost both those games wasn't because they couldn't move the ball because uh because Case Keenum can't complete passes. They did it because their defense couldn't control the high-powered offenses. Uh, against Carson Wentz and Dax right. Prescott. Newsflash, Trubisky ain't either one of those guys. And the idea that you think they're worth five, five and a half points as a road favorite? Yeah, this is to me. This this number is so out of whack because you give me at home a, uh, a Case Keenum who's had a, an extra day to prepare now and who is completing 70% of his passes I'll show you a guy that's going to be able to keep his team in this game, even against a great defense like Chicago. But you're going to ask me if I'm taking Case Keenum, Mitchell Trubisky. I'm taking Case Keenum, guys, hands down. And I've seen nothing from this offense in Chicago to lead me to believe they deserve to be a a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Give me the five-and-a-half points with the home team all day long here, Dane.
2: Yeah, listen Joe, I said it on air yesterday, I said it on Friday this is one of my plays yesterday morning, I went so far as to say I like Washington outright okay, I like Washington to win if I'm getting plus 220 right now Joe, on Washington outright and I see it the same way as you do, honestly, the Bears in week 1 at home got 3 points (laughs) week 2 in Denver they scored 16 points, they have one touchdown on the season via a Montgomery run on the flip side Keenum against what we thought was a good defense in Dallas 21 points against Philly which we think is a valid defense 27 points I do not believe Mitchell Trubisky deserve to be a top 10 pick in the NFL I just don't I see him the similar as like Ryan Tannehill I don't th- he's not that dude Joe Okay, and I also don't I don't see how they score much against what's a decent Washington front. And I think Washington can, in fact, put up, you know, 17, 20, 23 points. And that's all it's going to take, in my opinion. I like the under 41 in this one. Give me something like, you know, call it 20 to 13, call it Mm -hmm. 21, 17. But I like Washington to win outright. So I'm definitely taking him plus the five points, Joe.
3: Yeah, here's a guy. I'm going to give you, you ready for this? Uh, Luke Falk, Josh Rosen, Joe Flacco. You know what the question is? Name me as many quarterbacks who average more yards per pass than Mitchell Trubisky's thus far this year. Luke Falk, Josh Rosen, Joe Flacco uh, complete more for, per yard per pass than Mitchell Trubisky does with the Chicago Bears. We said they were going to be overrated this year. Nine and a half wins was out of control for a guy that does look to be taking a step back. Again, Trubisky a young guy. What has he been, two years? Like it's not like it's not like he's he's got
2: got Matt Nagy who came from Andy Reid and that system is supposed to be high flying. They went out and got weapons for him. They drafted the kid Montgomery. They signed Allen Robinson. They signed Trey Burton. There is not, there's no dearth of weapons. Okay, they have valid talent out there. Tariq Cohen can break one anytime the ball's in his hands. Okay, so they have pieces. All right, they yep. have a defense at some point. People have to realize that Mitchell Trubisky is not that dude, okay? He was yep. in the same draft class, Joe, as um, as you know, Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. Compare the way you feel about Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson and the yep. arrow of those franchises with still not really knowing yet about yep. Mitchell Trubisky, and that's all you need to know. And Washington at home. Prime time Give me them straight up I One last thing about Washington I'm sorry Joe Um sure. Sad news though Sad news They are now saying With the Jordan Reed concussions Yeah You know This is his seventh concussion This is a guy who's always been out They are now <sighs> saying That he may never Make it all the way back So You know, from a fantasy standpoint, yes, you can continue to fire up Vernon Davis, but, you know, we may have seen the last of Jordan Reed, you know, still struggling to get cleared and coming back from his seventh documented concussion. Um, So this could be a lot of Vernon Davis tonight
3: know, I think the key is they're documented because Lord knows oh, how many more that are undocumented that he yeah, has the had. His, kind of thing. Yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate. But uh, yeah, you listen better that you know your name in a couple of years than, uh, yeah. than to put the helmet back on. But that doesn't change the offense. Case Keenum 70% passes, oh, yeah. by the way, guys, not a pick, not one pick by Case Keenum here. And in fact, in both games against divisional rivals, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys and Carson Wentz in Philadelphia. Washington outplayed those teams in the first half. You know, they they ended up letting a get away in the second half, right. but you're not going to have to worry about Dak Prescott, okay, and uh and Carson Wentz carving you up right. in the second half. It's Mitchell Trubisky. If anybody, if any defense, if any offense, the Redskins defense can actually put it together for four quarters. It's going to be tonight, and I think that it's just that perception of Washington's a dumpster fire. Ooh, Trubisky's the future. It's going to be great in Chicago. Yeah, I don't think so, man. Not at five and a half points. I, I don't. Again, home field. You're going to tell me a, what a neutral field? They're eight points better. Like I, I, no. Like there's too much value on Washington here tonight. I'll take the uh, I'll take the home underdog of more than a field goal any day against Mitchell Trubisky and that offense. They may win the game, that being Chicago, but I'll be damned if I'm going to ever lay five and a half points and say, oh, Trubisky's going to light them up. Yeah, I I don't see that, man. I think the value lies with Washington. Uh, And yes, they've given up 63 points in the first two games, but that's 63 points to two of the best defense, uh, two of the best offenses in the NFC. So I'm not worried about Mitchell Trubisky in that offense at all.
2: Yeah. And listen, you mentioned the dogs winning outright this week, right? Carolina, Mm -hmm. Detroit, New Orleans, Houston. I go back to Thursday night football. Also, Joe, I think this game could profile very similar to Jacksonville at home. Everyone thinks they're not good. A team coming in there, you know, in Tennessee, who people like, oh, they put up 30 points. I think we're going to see a similar effort from Washington and that defense than we saw Thursday night in Jacksonville. Also, give me another home dog to win outright in this one.
3: Yeah, I I mean, a 22.1 QBR, there's a reason why it's at 41, Dane. You know what I mean? There's there's a reason why uh, the lines makers have it at this number. Uh, And I just, I find it amazing it it opening up at four and then skyrocketing now to five, five and a half. And uh, to me, it's all about, and and that's that lull, you know? It's where the, the perception of a team is... Uh, you know, Trubisky and Nagy and Chicago was there last yep. year and that defense and Khalil Mack. I I, uh, I just don't know. And Case Keenum, by the way, granted, he's a placeholder for Dwayne Haskins, uh, the future of this team. But you know what? He's been a million a times right better now. than the guy he's going up against to in Mitchell Trubisky. So uh, I think there's definitely at home some value in this game here. And as we look ahead to the some of these games this week that we talked about, Dane, uh, some of these uh, week four matchups in the NFL, uh, we told you about Lions and Kansas City who are going to be going at each other here, Dane. 5-0-1 these two teams. Right now, Chiefs on the road, minus six and a half favorite in this game, uh, which I find fascinating. And don't forget, Thursday night, this is a tough spot yeah, a for one. Philadelphia, right? I one. mean, woo, minus, boy, they're getting uh, plus four and a half at Green Bay. And we told you, I mean, this Philadelphia team, they lost even more guys yesterday on the offensive line, defensive front. Wide receivers are still banged up. This is a really tough spot for the uh, for the Eagles having lost to Detroit yesterday, now having to go on the road short week and play Green Bay in Green Bay. This is a tough spot, man.
2: Yeah, remember that I will always continue to lean towards the home team on Thursday night football Philadelphia after that loss and you just mentioned also Joe that Detroit is now a team that will punch you in the mouth and be physical right Mm -hmm. so that's the experience that the Eagles just had now they got to get on a plane and go up to Green Bay and remember we're talking about they've got a defense as well that the Eagles will not have time to practice for okay so that's a very tough assignment you mentioned Kansas City Detroit next week Sunday night New Orleans and Dallas I think is interesting as well but to me the biggest thing we're going to need to hear in the next three days Oh, is the idea of Saquon Barkley, people. Okay, that may be the biggest thing to note over the next few days. Saquon Barkley, they are calling it a high ankle sprain as of now. We're going to hear a little bit more about this as we go along. But what's so interesting is just as the Danny Dimes era gets going, could they be without Saquon for a stretch of time? Remember, the high ankle sprain, it's a lot worse than the low ankle sprain. They talk Mm. about this missing legit time. Tevin Coleman, the running back for the San Francisco 49ers had one of these in the preseason he is still not back yet and he's only like shed his boot and doing individual drills now with Saquon they let him stay on the sideline you saw him hopping around when Daniel Jones made the game winning touchdown so maybe you know they didn't have to keep him in the locker room maybe it's not that bad but that is something we need to watch throughout the rest of this week to see how long if at all Saquon will be out because that Giants offense does look like a different animal with Danny Dimes under center. Julian Edelman also banged up with a chest injury. And let me tell you something for the Patriots. I know they, you know, get by the jets real easily, but I mentioned they are banged up at tight end at offensive line now at wide receiver. Obviously they have no Antonio Brown, but with Edelman getting banged up, this could be, you know, more Philip Dorsett More Josh Gordon. Keep an eye out on that. Vance McDonald got banged up yesterday, had a shoulder injury, did not return. So, you know, we're talking about Pittsburgh and what they need offensively. The offensive line, the run game, having that security blanket for Mason Rudolph is always something interesting to look. I'll give you one last prop bet for today, um, before we go on over to the morning after with Gabe Morenzi and Joe Ranieri, I like in this game, I like Chris Thompson. People always think it's Adrian Peterson, but I think the Bears front is going to be tough. This game is going to open up a bit in the second half. Case Keenum is going to look to dink and dunk. Remember I told you about Vernon Davis in there for Jordan Reed who may never come back, but the Chris Thompson prop that scrimmage yard. Is 47 and a half. I think he goes over that mostly in the past game. Hopefully, Joe is back with Gabe the morning yeah. after. His company will be to back be tomorrow. Hey, see you later, Joe. Morning after Jalen Ramsey has
3: called in sick to the Jaguars what? this week. Will not be what practicing. You know? Yeah, what a shock. It's ridiculous. All right, good luck. Skins tonight. We'll be back tomorrow. Let's make it rain, people.
1: did you miss me here's what you missed on make it rain and I don't
3: miss a the browns only have one win and the uh you know you look well, at I the hate. ravens they lost on the road yesterday so there is still time to write this Losing ship. Losing at so, Kansas City is not a big thing, though. You know, it's okay for right. the Ravens. I agree. But from a record standpoint, the fact that you're 0-3, it's not It's not great by any stretch of the imagination. But there is still time to get this ship right. You know, Mason Rudolph, dude, you're on the road in San Francisco of all places to start is not an easy thing. I get yeah. it. But I do think we're also, a lot of this talks to the coaching and, we, you know, we talked about this on uh, on Pro Football Today yesterday about we're going to learn which coaching staffs are really elite, are really right. better than the rest. Because here you are with backup quarterbacks galore. How many of you are prepared or can coach these people into a situation where you make them look good? You put them in a position. We talk about it all the time, Dane. Put a guy in a position to be able to succeed at all costs, no matter what. I don't care what you got to change. And I think we saw yesterday what what we've got in Carolina. I think we we've yeah. seen – I think Mason Rudolph is a work in progress, and I think they're still trying to figure out what is it he does really well. But I can tell you this, if they're not running the ball, Pittsburgh – It it doesn't make a difference who's behind there. They've got to figure out a way to get James Conner going, and they have not been able to do that. What a disappointment James Conner has been thus far
2: if you wanted to, you could find excuses week after week, right? You know, against New England, they were down 30 points, so the game right. flow is completely different, you know? The shock of losing your franchise quarterback in the middle of week two I think has something to do with it. Yes. Obviously, San Francisco has a good front. He ran for 43 mm-hmm. yards, you know? So, I, I, you could make excuses, but I think, I, I think with Pittsburgh, it's you gotta zoom out to the bigger picture, because I don't think they come back this season especially with the way Baltimore looks I listen losing by five in Kansas City is no big deal to me mm-hmm. I still think that the Baltimore Ravens are the class of that division I'm just thinking for the future you know I think there is a universe where Tomlin could be on his way out in Pittsburgh yes. where they yep. are changing the page in a bigger fashion and if that is the case why the hell would Ben Roethlisberger want to kind of sit yep. through that for the end of his career and it's different Joe I know no, it's not the Tommy John surgery whatever he can say whatever he wants but in about three months when he's in the doldrums of rehab every day mm-hmm. as a 38 year old man with 140 million dollars in the bank and maybe yeah. having to deal with a new coach and the kind of downside of the cycle of that franchise I'm not so sure especially if Mason Rudolph looks like he might be able to beat him out for the job